need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. Nine Massachusetts locations. Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk. Also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. Oh, we're live. Hello. The Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. I am Brianna Morrell. Are you there in the headphones? Say that again, Bri. I am Brianna Morrell. I okay, you're here. Ooh. I hear that. And I'm Lauren Pespiza. Oh, I didn't even say hi to you yet, oh, Lauren. Oh, sorry. And Lauren's echoing. I don't yeah, know. I what know. You Herbie. And Herbie's... He I'm going to take Lauren's uh, <laughs> yeah, mic way down. All right. Echo, echo. Yeah. <laughs> She's still echoing. Yeah, Do you hear that weird. echo? Yeah, this is weird. 617-500-7100 is the Young Jerks. Hi, Brianna. Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? Excellent. We have a bunch of people in studio. People yeah. are jumping on the mic. And uh, that was the old co-host jumping right in, yeah. uh, Lauren Pespiza. Yep, I was uh, taking cues that weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. You, you, it's probably just like... Muscle uh, memory. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, we got a lot going on the show. We're still trying to figure out what's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of night. It's hectic. Uh, we started out in the week uh, not knowing if we were going to continue to do a show. In a weird, uh, that's what I started thinking. Mike, Mike was getting a little upset this week, I think. He, he was feeling frustrated. And so uh, he looked to growing things online. And it seems to be doing a really great job, and we're just super thankful um, for the amount of people that have stepped up. Yeah, we're going to uh, talk about that today and, and thank some of those people uh, for their contributions because uh, we started this new uh, Patreon uh, account where people can contribute to the show uh, financially to keep us going and uh, to help promote the show. Yes, and to also allow us to be able to do more, uh, to reach more people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's the goal, is just to grow the show and be able well, to have a larger We're audience. very excited about what we're going to be able to do with some of that money. I, I can't wait. I'm yeah. very excited. Yeah, this, this just opened so many doors of different things that like we now have the ability to be able to plan for and do. And So just watch out. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I want to thank some of them right off, like uh, Shaleen Title. Um, uh, it's going to be so many that we're going to, uh, thank today, um, who have already given, you know, Mark, uh, from, uh, New England cannabis conventions. Um, who else? I mean, we, we could, Scott Patano, Scott Patano, huge, the social high. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to say a big thank you to him. Brett, uh, Brett Kogel from Greenleaf magazine. I got, I mean, both of those guys right there, Brett and, uh, Scott Patano. That was huge. Uh, we're going to go through the list. There's a list of like 40 names at least. It, yeah, it really 42 me away. patrons on just that one website. And we had other small contributions and large contributions outside of it. So we had a very good week. It's good to see that people do uh, like this show and want to continue it. 
because uh, we don't want to plateau. We want to let's take it to the next. We want to do more. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. want to keep things the same. We yeah. want to reach for better things. And... and we also have a new sponsor too because of that. Because we asked for it, you know. Uh, we're now going to be sponsored by uh, CBD Please as well. Yes, which is a fantastic company um, that makes a. Uh, well, Mike, you've used it, correct? Oh, like, cbdplease.com is the website. You can look it up. Uh, you know, basically, he's selling uh, CBD products. Uh, this is Bill Downing. I wrote about a few stories. I've known him for a long time through Mass Can Normal. Uh, he's, you know, been one of the most active members of that organization. Probably the prime person uh, behind the Freedom Rally for twenty some odd years, at least. You know, the guy that did all the real heavy work to keep that rally going, make it bigger. Uh, and now he sells this product that is CBD. Uh, he was actually busted and raided in Alston, uh, but it seems like that court case is all cleared up in his favor. And uh, as it should be, he's back in business. And CBDplease.com is now sponsoring us. You can get their CBD products; they get the best stuff. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, what you know, what I'm on now. I'm, I'm just started taking it yesterday. Yeah. And so far, I already feel better. It's, you know, I feel really good today. I mean, maybe it's because of the, all the other outside stimuli. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy today, but uh, I, I think it's also something to do with the CBD already that I've been uh, ingesting medically. Well, yeah, when you have especially things having to do with chronic pain or something that you're dealing with constantly, having CBD available and to use daily is really important um, and it will help with your pain management uh, as well as uh, being anti-inflammatory, which is really important for a lot of patients, uh, which you cannot just get uh, purely from getting your THC regular products, your flour and your wax. It might contain sun CBD, but nowhere near uh, when you're ingesting it in this direct concentrated amount, uh, the kind of effects is really wonderful. And I asked him too, I was like, you know, because I'm very concerned about this in the past, people, you know, patients and how do they get this stuff and who can they trust? And I said, you know, there's so much fear because some of this stuff comes from China. Yeah. And you know, China sludge with uh, heavy metals and all kinds of bacteria it's and crap. Made and, into vape oils that yeah. are sold for at any smoke shop. You can find a CBD vape oil yeah. that is so, not tested. A lot of this stuff is really it's scary. Terrible. You don't know what you're getting. And uh, he, he assured me he's got the best stuff and it gets tested. And I looked it up on the website. We're going to talk about what that is. Uh, you know, so cbdplease.com. Check it out. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. There's also a lot to talk about about legalization, uh, the campaign, uh, maybe the presidential election too as well. But uh, the big thing, uh, we're going to have you know uh, some Jill Stein coverage today as well. Yes. So we will be talking about the presidential definitely. Yes. Well, Jill Stein's here in Boston, and she's going to be having a rally tomorrow. So We're going to be talking to one of the main organizers of that. Uh, and there's a possibility that uh, Jill may be calling in tonight, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I'd be really excited. <laughs> so tell your friends. I'm anticipating. Yeah. Anticipating she may call in. We, we give, we're giving it away now. We're not sure, though. So, like, honestly, we don't know right now, do we? No. No. Absolutely just like not. This week, we didn't know if we were going to have a show, like, beyond, like, a week or two from now. And now it's, like, show's continuing. Yeah, we know the show's continuing. and you Getting know, like, a little bigger, actually. Yeah, growing. Like, we, we said it would, but we, we had doubts. I, Sometimes hard. you got to ask the people if, if, if you know, you got to test it. You got to find out. You got to know that you're on the right track and that people appreciate and are listening and know uh, they want to hear this in order to want to keep continuing doing it. It's hard when you're just, 
hearing yourself talk back and forth and you don't really get to engage with everybody out there all the time. So I mean, we know sometimes because of our callers, but sometimes they don't call in. Sometimes yeah. they get mad at me and unfriend me <laughs> on Facebook. I'm not naming any names. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. I'm a, you know, I'm an open book too. So if there's an issue, just let me know. You don't have to do it on the air, though. <laughs> I was going to say that was a little bit of an invitation right there, Mike. Oh, I'm actually going to invite my troll. There's a troll out there that's been harassing me for a while. Uh, he said something about like. Uh, like he's basically predicting the downfall of everything that I do, right? And uh, and I was just like, uh, and he, but at the same time, he wanted a co-host. He was like, I'll I'll throw in I'll throw in half to co-host with you to destroy you. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I was like, I don't think the audience really wants to hear that, but they might want to hear it like one show. So I'll, I'll, you that don't have to put any money in, dude. Just just accept my invite. I want you to come on the show. Bring it. You know who I'm talking I'm talking directly to my troll. <laughs> I think that's why he gets the most upset because I call him my troll, but <laughs> oh, it's kind of fun to have a troll. <laughs> he was really right. Farone's troll at first, too, and I just, I don't know, I took him on, I you guess. Adopted like, I adopted him. I adopted him. But now I want to be friends with him and find out who he really is because I've, I've had, like, suspicions and... He is pretty, like, you know, you, he called in one show. Do you remember? Yeah, that was crazy. His call was kind of, it was, he started, I had no idea either who he it was. He started really great. We were talking to yeah. uh, Leland Chandra. He had a good question. Yeah, city councilor. We were talking to him, and mm. he brought up really good questions, mm. and then he just took it to crazy town. Really so we're fast. just, we're, we're, right now we're broadcasting to one person. No. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to, uh, I, we have guests, and we, like we said, we have a lot going on the show. Lauren Pespiz is here, too. Hey Let's guys. give her a little Woo! round for being Come here back. again. For Interrupting us right in the beginning of the yep, show, Lauren. Yep. Good job. <laughs> Always got good timing. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're happy to have you, too. Thank uh, you. I'm happy to be here. And uh, you, you put up a pledge, uh, uh, your own thing, to yeah, keep yourself shocking. out of jail. <laughs> yeah. To raise funds. And people piece. gave you money within six hours. You went to like do some coding thing and some uh, community event. Yeah, and the I, money I do was funded. Resilient coders. Yeah. Uh, uh, I went to volunteer. I got back from Resilient Coders. And after like two hours, I looked at the thing and I was like, wait, I think I just can raise it all. And then I was like, yeah, I actually made two, like over what I asked for. And within like six hours, it was trending on GoFundMe. So apparently I have a lot of friends and people that like, like me, or maybe I'm just really good at um, GoFundMe campaigns, like wording <laughs> and stuff, you know, it did say, keep me out of prison. Yeah. Is, I think that helps. Which is where the money is going. And did you see some of the, where you like, wow, thank God I have some of these friends. I was not only thank God, I was shocked. I was honored. Yeah. I was humbled. Yeah. I was so appreciative. And I honestly, it gives me this new sense of like, I have to, keep going doing the right thing with my life because i owe it to everybody else yeah. that has supported me to not screw up that's right uh, i feel the same way too for like all the people who when i read the names of people who gave sure. money to us this week for our show uh really nice <laughs> yeah. so yeah we're gonna keep going for you you know despite what people thought uh it's not the end it's uh just the beginning we have a guest here uh, a friend of the show uh, she's actually been a part of the show and, and helped us a lot That's right. in the past. Uh, Sarah Michelle, hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, you uh, are someone that I know is like a foodie. You've done like food blogs in the past, and you've been also you know involved in taking pictures of bands, and you're, you're a creative person. Um, and one of the things that I see you're very passionate about now is uh, eating and veganism, right? Yes. 
Did I say that right? Is it veganism? Yeah, veganism. Make it sound like a religion. It is like a religion. It's like veganism. It is, right? It's an ism. Is it a lifestyle or a religion or what? Well, it's um for animal rights. It's for animal rights. Yeah. Mostly. Well, no, it is. That's what it is. Well, like, it's healthy too, right? I mean, it has um, many benefits for it, but it's like the mo- the main focus is animal rights. And uh, when you say animal rights, some people are going to be turned off by that. They're going to be like, animals don't have rights. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> like, I want my bacon. What and does that mean and, and why should people care? It's like you have slaughterhouses, overcrowding. They're like poor um, living conditions. Um, they're mistreated. They're like, like um cows like if they're like dairy farms they'll like raise these female cows and keep impregnating them for their whole lifespan ripping their children away and it's like until they can't use them anymore and then they toss them to the side and like they the poor treatment so it's just like kind of like giving them better lives and like there's like farm sanctuaries and stuff like to help save them and like organizations that like want to like see um better outcomes for them do you think that uh to the like average person like that's just eating food and that likes food that likes meat you know what, what they're going to say you know i can't do anything about that like what like cuz i think there is an ethics to food now like i, yeah, I, sure. I this bothers myself cuz the way i eat like i'm a, i love to eat and i only have access to certain things sometimes it's just like you know but at the same time i have a guilt a guilt about it cuz i know that there is a, a choice here in a lot of this, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I started out in restaurants. Like, my mom was a waitress. Like, I used to eat so much food. And you know that I had a food blog where all I did was talk about cheeseburgers and bacon. I love that stuff, though. Yeah. But I love the I know. And I was there, too. And that's where, like, I'm, like, not trying to, like, sh- like shame anybody. But I'm also trying to be, like, look at these are you know animals that have feelings and they want to live and it's like like getting to that point where you're like kind of connected in a way like if you look at your dog right you like you feel like a lot of love oh, for yeah. your dog and you're the dog walker oh, yes. and it's like i see that i don't want to eat my dog no, I, I don't i i have the same worries yeah. like but I, I just love that cheeseburger. <laughs> i know but this you like you know it's just so good like There's when like i was nothing younger nothing can beat that like when I was younger, there was like no options, and now there are so many options, yeah. so many restaurants yeah. coming out. Like, like there's companies that are making um, plant-based burgers that actually bleed. Yes, and you can. I've seen that. Yeah, that and it's becoming it. so popular. Yeah. Do you find that vegan food? Because this is something I was vegetarian for about a year and a half, mm-hmm. and something that I struggled with was I found it to be a lot more expensive. In yeah. all honesty, trying to find plant-based yes. proteins because I work out, I'm an active person, yeah, right. so I need to eat a lot of protein. And so that was really important to me. I found I I couldn't manage it. So what do you find? I actually find I, I had the same like argument in my head when mm-hmm. I first started. I was like, I can't afford this. So I, everybody wants me to do organic fruits and vegetables. And I'm like, I don't know how to afford this because you could go to Whole Foods or whatever and spend like $200 a pot. Right, right. But then I'm like, then I'm like, okay, what do I really need to do to make it like make me last for a whole week on a budget? And I'm like, oh, buy a bag of potatoes, buy a bag of carrots, buy a bag of onions, lentils, beans. I use split peas for Basics. everything. Yeah. yeah, and those are actually a lot cheaper yeah, than meals, meat products. Making meals, right? And you know where it's coming from. Where right. like you're not like having like like um animals having like the like the treatment and the antibiotics they're pumping into them and the poor living conditions and like disease and it's like 
you are eating whole natural foods really for a fraction of the price of meat. And it's like people think it's expensive, but it's like there's so many websites out there that you can go to to put yourself on a budget and lead to the like um, to put yourself on a balance where you're not like, okay, I'm spending $200. Now you can spend like $35. Yeah. So it's like, it's actually a lot cheaper because like I'm broke, you know, like I was working, you know, I'm doing like home care for my grandmother. So it's like, I have to really think about what I am eating. And I found that making big pots of soup and pastas and rice and we got a phone call. We're going to see okay. who it is. It could be a troll. Hello? It could be, who is it? Hello. Uh, who am I speaking with? This is Mike. Who am I speaking with? Is this Mike Crawford? Yes, it is. This is Mark Greenleaf. Oh, hey, Mark. How you doing? Uh, what's up? We're talking about, uh, have you been listening to the show, or you're just calling in right now? I'm calling in right now, but um, I can't get the show on my computer. Ah. You know my what? girlfriend's got it on. She's listening to it at her house. Excellent. You should try the TuneIn app, then, uh, WEMF Radio. Um, I clicked that link you gave me. Yes. And, uh, it's not working for me. All right. Well, we'll figure it out offline. We're live on the radio right now. We are talking to, uh, Sarah about, uh, veganism. <laughs> veganism. But okay. You're one of our, you're one of our patrons, aren't you? Or you're expected to be? Yes. I had that in my plans. Why, why do you support, uh, the work we're doing? Because um, you're active in it. You're active. Uh, people don't do anything. <laughs> it's like people, it's like, uh, oh, well, we're just going to uh, go about our daily lives like nothing's happening. You know, and, and I've been, you know, speaking up off and on about everything, you know, to as many people as I possibly can. Uh, to try and pull everything together and, and in hopes that everyone will vote for the right people and not vote for the bad ones, you know, and, uh, and, and get this marijuana thing legitimized, you know, decriminalize it, you know, don't just legalize it, decriminalize it, you know. There's um, pot, you can grow, decriminalize means you can grow it in your own yard and no federal, nothing's going to get you in trouble. But it also makes it so that the professionals can uh, make special strains of it, you know. So, you know, they're scientific about it, you know. It's not just weed that, you know, you, it, it'll make you feel better. It's specific kinds of marijuana. Absolutely. So you, you support yes on question four, obviously, in Massachusetts. Um, question four. Can you explain question four to me? <laughs> yeah. Regulation of marijuana. Yes or no? Regula you mean regulating? I, I'm, I'm, I'm for uh, decriminalizing it. Um, all right, it's been decriminalized here. We're talking about regulating the sale so people can sell it and people can, won't go to jail. People would also be allowed to And they to can cultivate. grow it in their yard and exactly. their house. Yes. Yes. They can grow 12 plants and it has to be locked up in a house. It has to be in a house? Pretty much. Oh, well, then I'm, I'm, I'm for anything that will get it so we don't get in trouble for it. That's yeah, this, right. this would help. Okay. It can, I, it can get... Um, it can get better later, but we need yep. to get it at least to that point. Okay. So we, uh, usually we, we, we're going to go to this issue actually a little later in the show. We're talking to uh, Sarah about veganism. But I think you said you had a quick song you could do? Uh, 
Um, do, are you all set like up? It might come out right. You want to do it? Or um, not? or next time? Uh, I'll do it right now. Do um, it. Go. You got no time. Go. <laughs> Go, Mark. This is it. Live. Are you ready? Do we lose the call? No, he's still there. He's getting his guitar. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm getting the guitar. This is live. I tell you, yeah, this is live. Yeah. This is oh, you, there's no okay. second chances here. Let's go. I'm giving you a spot. This is your I'm, shot. You got one shot. Is he gonna make it? WEMF Radio. We would do that, wouldn't we? <laughs> you guys are like dying. Did you like his song or not? Honestly. You should bring him on. I was enjoying it. Yeah, we should have a live. I would love to have him in studio. I would have yeah. rather heard him I think him he lives far though, away, yeah. actually. And uh, he is, uh, I think he said he was blind as well. Like he, oh, wow. you know, well. I thought he sounded pretty good. Pretty I feel good. bad cutting yeah. him off, but this is through, you know, a, it's not like the perfect signal, you know, it's, no. but we well, got a taste of it. It sounded yeah. good to me. Yeah. If it was live in the studio, it'd be very nice. Oh, it'd be wouldn't awesome. It? Yeah. It's actually pretty good. But yeah. we let it go because it's Mark. It's this isn't what we're about. This is about uh, our patrons today. We give our back. patrons. <laughs> oh, do yeah. we call them patrons or patrons? What are they? Patreon. Patreon. Make it about tequila. Yeah, yeah the, it's <laughs> Patreon. It's Patreon. Yeah. Page. <laughs> so if you're if you're supporting our show today and giving four dollars and twenty cents or a dollar or whatever it is, you want to call in and you know tell a joke and and. You know, further your comedy career, you can do that today. This is your show too. Yeah. If Live you, if you, performances, yeah. totally yeah. welcome. Yeah, we like there. them. Yeah. Please yeah. entertain yeah. us. And if you want to do, uh, I don't know, what else? Could we like, you want to request Leonard Skinned? Well, we'll do it for <laughs> you today. Free music request. Yeah. We will do it for you today. For patrons only, though. Yes. Yeah, okay. and it's not too late. You can still give, so it's up there. You can check that out. It's uh, only, it's super easy to, yeah. to sign up. You can sign up and it goes through PayPal and it's only a dollar, four dollars a month. Equivalent of a coffee, basically. Mm-hmm. We should do like the voice. Like we'll have like battles and stuff and steals. Between our patrons? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have really like the winning prize, patrons. prize packages for them? <laughs> I think that's great actually. Yeah. But uh, we're the Young Jerks. It's 617-500-7100 if you want to call in. We're talking to Sarah here. Sarah, uh, Michelle. Thank you. I'm so happy you got my name right this time. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about food. Uh, I, I love food. Yeah. You do. Lauren I do. I was oh, wondering how you feel about the ballot initiative. I think it's question three about. Yeah. Oh, thank you for bringing yes, that up. Yes. Yeah. Please vote yes because that actually, even if you're a meat eater, um, it 
helps their living conditions. So please vote yes on three. So it makes meat a little less cruel. Yes. Thank you. And it's one step in the positive direction. So I think and it, it might help the quality of the product, too. Like for yeah, people well, who are like, you know, well, maybe don't care about animals. Maybe you care about the product and how yeah. the safety of it, of what you're actually exactly consuming. It'll be healthier other. for you. It'll, it's if it's healthier for, for the you. animal, yeah. right. if it's, if it's it, you know, that's what we have to start realizing, too. If you're going to eat these animals, you the, want the, the best quality, yeah. I guess. The conditions yeah. often, you know, determine the quality. The worst Just like cannabis, you know, it's like right. if you exactly. put in. I think, I don't know, I have to be devil's advocate here, though, because the economic implications, that's the one thing that holds me back on question three is that. The money? Yeah. The cost? The, the cost that it's, in, uh, the people that it's going to affect from being able to purchase. Poor people. Poor families. Like that, is, those are the people that are going to be affected when this passes and the costs change. Those of us that want to make the choice to eat better can it's, already make that choice and afford our free range eggs, free range eggs and whatnot. But it's only in state. Want to do that? Yeah, but I feel like no, if we it, don't. It also anything imported to meat in, coming in. Yeah, from oh, all imported meat. All oh, meat coming into Massachusetts has to abide by these regulations. That's a really good point. Then. Yeah. So it's a huge economic implication. It doesn't just give more choice. It actually. Yeah, I, I think it, it takes away a freedom that people should have to be able, like, we shouldn't, I think I'm totally for you that animals should, like, I'm really torn about this, because yeah, I, I I've I always am. been somebody that supported animals being free range, having, uh, being able to live their full lifespan, um, being slaughtered in ethical ways. Um, I was raised by people who were farmers, so... Like well, I, then I guess maybe we I have to get people to stop eating so much meat. It's yeah. hard. I just yeah. don't want my chickens pooping on each other. That's really yeah, well, what that's it comes the down thing to. Right. But I think we can is, choose. We do have free rather, range eggs available right, and whatnot right. that you can choose to buy, and but they are already more expensive than yeah. if you want, you know, the two dollar eggs. But it, like it helps you. Like <laughs> the everybody, color and the yolks are different yeah. too. <laughs> you can see the difference. Yep, I totally it's not bleached. See it, but <laughs> It's, but I mean, I understand you want choices, but in the long run, it's going to be a lot safer and healthier for everybody. If and you, environmentally, too, yeah, exactly. Right? So it's like you're saving on health costs, like the, which is like affecting taxpayers, and you're like saving the environment. So it, in the long run, it's better for everybody. So like, yeah, you might be like, oh, but this, like you're worrying about businesses, but in the long run, it's helping a, a bigger majority. When's the last time you had a cheeseburger? Oh my God. Um, the last time I had meat was July 2015. Wow. Do, you, do you crave it? Like, no. do you see a cheeseburger? Do you like, oh, no. I want Because no. I um, actually just went to California and I went to this place, Doomies, and they had uh, plant based bacon cheeseburgers, and I was. You were just rubbing your hands. Oh, I was like, I <laughs> love really? it. That place yeah. was awesome. Really? What's yeah, it I went there twice. What's and in California, was it? Um, it's a Hollywood, um, Hollywood Boulevard. It's right near that you have to What go is it there. called again? Doomies. D-O-O-M-I-E-S. Doom. Doomies. Doom. Like doom. So if you don't go to In-N-Out, you go to Doomies. Yeah, um, the place is fantastic. <laughs> I've never been to In-N-Out, though. I, I might. Yeah, I, I saw yeah. like You go to both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Go to Doomies. They're really great. And they also have like like shrimp po' boys, which like you wouldn't even tell that they were not shrimp. And it's, it's all plant-based. Fake shrimp, yeah. Yeah, it was breaded fake shrimp. And like they... um. You, smothered fries and would you date let me ask you another question would you date a guy who's not vegan at this no point? what's funny i was actually just talking to my sister about this who is a vegan as well i go at the beginning i was like yeah i can i could probably tolerate it and after coming back from california i don't think i can date anyone that's not a vegan really? or at least transitioning into becoming a vegan mm -hmm. because it's like I was having a conversation with one of my friends and like to have like an argument with someone that and you're like 
you're on a different wavelength. It's like, I don't know if I could be in a relationship if we don't see eye to eye on this one thing because I feel so like passionate about it. So yeah, I don't think I can date anyone unless they're <laughs> ready to... <laughs> Sorry, wow. any vegan boys out there? <laughs> hubba so, hubba. So people that still eat meat like myself... <laughs> Me too. Sorry, you're off the <laughs> do, do we deserve to be shamed though? Like, and should I'm we not, be offended by vegans? Because I see a lot of people get like a lot of meat lovers like, "F you, vegans! I'm eating my steaks." They like they get yeah, offended. I like, mean, I used to be very that? defensive too. Like, I literally had a food blog where I was all meat and cheese and eggs, and I tried everything in Boston as much as I could possibly fit in my mouth. And I'm like, now I'm like, there's so many options that you can. Uh, satisfy any craving whether you want ribs or you want chicken wings like I had these like mock chicken wings that were made of like satan and like buffalo sauce and Wait, it was made beautiful. out of satan satan oh that sounds really cool yeah but they, they have they have t-shirts that are like hail satan and it's like oh it's, yeah it's so the, cute. Sa the satanic yeah. temple I, I just bought this um <laughs> other shirt that was called um it's on the front it says basic vegan bitch and it's like a little starbucks logo it's like a mock of it it's so cute i was walking down the street of um hollywood boulevard and people were like hey basic vegan bitch i'm like yeah that's right wow that was you great guys, like spot each other in the wild you're like Best <laughs> i really love the shirt too the the young jerks design shirt. oh yeah. i love that, I see I that, that shirt. all that's, the time thank people you mike have that shirt yeah. on at events i see my friends wearing it yeah. and the if you have the uh it says i eat my veggies and that's my it, little right? throwback for our veganism yeah. it's like Mike let me do that and I actually had like a local artist put his artwork on there and another local artist print them up so it was like kind of like a collaborative it was thing. Awesome. Yeah, it was definitely. Beautiful. yeah Dave Tree and Doug yeah McCormick. they're great they're fantastic like I've known them for about like six years or five years and their work is Doug's work is blows me away like on my like one of my birthdays he gave me a piece of artwork and it's like it's just so cute. And it, on the back, you're like, hey, dork or something. And he's just oh. real fun. Is he vegan? No. <laughs> he's, like, he's like the complete opposite. Like yeah. he has like ham events or something. I'm like, and I'm ham, just shaking. Yeah, I don't, awesome. yeah, no, I'm like shaking my head. I'm like, oh my God, I can't go to this. I, I love the cheeseburgers and the steak tips. I'm going to have to start like bringing food. I'm it, baby. Like, but, but the thing is, I've cut back. Yeah, well, you if, know, you, if you could switch out a couple much, products, yeah. like they have like mayonnaise now, like you I'll can eat get it like once just a week mayo, of like three times, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, even like doing a little bit at a time yeah. is still helping. It's better for lot. the world, too. Yeah, well, it? you're saving you water. Down, if, you you're not meat, down, yeah. if everyone cut down on their meat consumption, would it be better for the world? Yeah, it's absolutely. Like one company saved like two billion gallons of water just in two years. So it's like, that's why it's like, crucial you that know we how just change things cow farts let out guys it's disgusting yeah. yeah the thing that comes hard to me though is like do we do we force people to cut back on their meat or do we educate them i think education. i incentivize it i feel right. like when you so, go at so somebody when it becomes legislated though that's yeah. where i feel incentive like like incentivization isn't banning anything it's just making it more um, more attractive to do the right thing. Just like we should incentivize green energy and other things, yeah, make exactly it so that right. there's tax incentives or whatever we have to do to make it more appealing to make the other choice as opposed to banning outright meat. I think the other thing too, it's uh, it's just like cannabis too. And again, because the big concern on all these legal, a lot of uh, the opposition um, that should be on our side, the people that should be on our side, a lot of times, uh, you know, worry about the big, the big money taking over the cannabis industry and we should totally want to uh, 
fight for any type of smaller businesses in the cannabis industry as much as possible. And, and I think with the food, with the veganism and the uh, you know, organic, it allows us to get back to smaller yeah. agriculture. Exactly. Right. Throw, yeah. your money. Agriculture throw your money where you want it. Go to a farm stand. more often like locally in place, New England. Yeah. You know, where, New England used to be a big agriculture center. A lot of the farms are gone, you know. I know and, a lot of them do co-ops now. You yeah. can uh, join even food a, shares. Yep. A, yeah, a meat exactly. eater. You uh, can do that yeah. and get local. A lot of farms have food delivered. shares too. Where you can buy delivered. In. Yeah, yeah, you can get local, oh, locally sourced wow, meat delivered to your like, door. You food can't shares. Even, yeah, you, you can't you can even use laziness as an excuse for that. Then. There's yeah. some farms that sell them, and uh, they're pretty cool. That's really some cool. of them, though, but most of them have meat too, though. Yeah, they sell their, you know. Yeah, I understand. I'm not. I like. There's meat everywhere. I understand. I'm like a small percentage of a group, but the thing is, it's getting bigger and bigger people are getting more aware that's of it, right like and, and the more people get aware the more people try and right. just even scale back and yeah. try some of these exactly things, and they'll the realize more, the it's cheaper awesome. the prices get right like even my aunt she's a meat eater but she switched out like some of her products and yeah. that's huge like i mean if you eat good meat that's just as expensive as eating vegan yeah like, yeah well it's different true. than fish dish. True. you know it's what i mean true. you there's actually meat. And and there's actually I, vegan products try to do too is even when i eat the meat i go for the better meat instead of being like you know but it's I, I, like you're all like telling me well, something that I'm like. Eh. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not yeah, trying to say <laughs> you hate me, don't you? Uh, no, I like. I feel okay. like there's so many alternatives. Like you, yeah. right now, there's like a product called Guardian. They have fishless fillets, which tastes like. Um, Are they flaky and tender? You ever have a McDonald's fish fillet sandwich? Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Actually, yeah, the, when I you said can, I can make you one, and you would not even know the difference. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. And, that, and there you go. You. See. What do you think about? I wonder what Jill Stein might think about. Uh, uh, yeah, one. I wonder veganism. what she would is think about. That. She good with vegans? I, ha- I don't know her I mean, stand on that. We got some big Jill Stein people in the lobby, and I'll here, ask. And, oh, yeah. and they're coming in. So why don't we uh, take a break and see what they think about uh, where Jill Stein might be with vegans? What do you think? Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I would love to know about this. Yeah? yeah? You're going to stick around? I'll stick around. All right. Thank yeah. you for coming in, Sarah, no, and talking about some me. of this and shaming me on my cheeseburger. No, I want to thank Herbie, where you are you on this? You like cheeseburgers, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some things that you I'm can't give up than a meat. What's your favorite thing that you eat that's meat, Herbie? Um, probably chicken. 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 I wow. chicken, chicken. Too. I can make you some chicken free. You, 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 you gave me what was that that dish you made once? Oh, dude? I made my own homemade cheese and you, that yeah, that was yeah. awesome, dude. Thank you. See, this awesome. wouldn't be a problem if you could just go around and make everyone their dinner. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I, I, do do I want to do. Like I want to introduce you, you guys to things because if you see, yeah, but I don't, uh, yeah. It's tough to make when it's yourself every day. I know. I, I can show you. I gotta get out of that. I know my 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 mom replaced putting the chicken in is easy. No, yeah, my mom replaced uh, uh, lasagna. Oh, sorry. Anyway, I'll tell you later. Yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> we're, we're the Young Jerks. Right. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. My name's Mike Crawford. I'm the host, and she's the other host. Brianna Morrell. And uh, we're also here with Lauren Pispiza. Ex-host. Ex-host. Or, Ex-host. You know, what do we call you? Host I don't know. in... Uh, I can be a cheerleader. No, you're like... Oh. You're like um, I don't know. You're, you're like... The young jerks. We, we, yeah, yeah, I'm, a young, I don't know. I'm a young jerk. We I'm a fam. Think of a title jerk now, fam. Because <laughs> you're a very unique spot here. You know, I, I'm jerk fam. I don't know. What you <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Pispiza. I'm, I tend to be the cheerleader in every group I end up. And uh, we, we're with Sarah. Uh, thank you, Sarah, for coming in. And, thank and, uh, you. Well, hopefully you'll stick around and yeah, we'll I find will. out about Jill Stein. What do you got for music coming up, Herb? Herb? Frightened Rabbits. Get out. What is it? Frightened rabbits, get out. It better be good. Oh, I, I have no idea what this is. We're back live. WEMF Radio, The Young Jerks. Hello, hello. My name is Mike Crawford. 
I'm Brianna Morrell. And uh, we're the host, and we got a bunch of people in the studio. Um, I don't know. What do we, we want to just get right into it? Yeah, yeah we're no, shifting what, gears a little bit from. Yeah, we want to thank uh, Sarah Michelle. She actually did have to take off. Um, we're talking about veganism today. Mm-hmm. About animals and a little bit about question three, too, if that's coming up on the ballot. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah. I think it all ties in. It is an, a very ethical question. You're so. always the uh, protagonist now in these <laughs> ballot. You're always like the uh, Snopes.com of the. I just, I don't know. I don't. The ballot questions, I think, are, they are. They're serious emotional issues to a lot of people, but I don't like letting emotions cloud what should happen in politics at the end of the day. So that's, I, I hope I wasn't too hard. No, I think it was <laughs> no, good. good. I think it's that's good to good. have that point uh, to brought up. Uh, it's very valid, especially for uh, people uh, with less income, because that's yeah. usually the the ones who get killed with uh, excessive regulation sometimes and new laws and new new everything, right? you know. Yeah. We're the Young Jerks. Uh, every Saturday at 6 p.m., uh, we're, I don't know, a political community fair show. One of the things we want to do today is thank all of our uh, new supporters on our Patreon website. Or what, what do you call that? Patreon? Patreon. Patreon. I yes. can't even say it. <laughs> Patreon. Yeah, there's a, a Patreon website where uh, we're going to be putting out like exclusive Patreon-only content that they can access. And you can pledge to support us there. You can reach, you'll get some, some rewarded content. We, we hope to be doing some really cool things. So. And it really does help us uh, keep going. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm serious. We were considering taking hiatus earlier this week and this made it so that no that's not going to happen no 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 we got to keep going knowing that people are actually invested in what we're doing makes us want to keep going i'm going to say some of the names right now uh jeff morris i want to thank jeff morris from mass can normal uh he's the founder of suffolk uh university normal he's uh i believe is still in a, a big wig now i think at suffolk university so thank you jeff morris for contributing arena Montag, uh, a friend uh, that I grew up with, uh, Sean Walsh, thank you for contributing. Mass Central, uh, Jeremy Songer, who else we got here? Vanessa Graber, I know her, Vanessa Marie, Maria, Vanessa Maria. She uh, runs, uh, I believe it's Philly Cam or New Jersey. She's got a uh, thing going on down there uh, that you should check out in Philly. Uh, yeah. Emma Thurston. Uh, Stephen Shaleas. This is tough for me, people. I'm going to try to say all the names right, but I don't know if I could get them all right. Mike Barrett, easy one. Mike McMahon. Should we do them all right now, or should we just... There's a lot of people. There is a lot. Yeah, Brendan Gingras. That's yeah. why I'm trying to get a lot of them in right now. Ross Bradshaw, he's a friend of the show. Thank you, Ross. Mm-hmm. We should be giving these all these folks a applause. Michelle K. Jordan, an old friend. Uh, Kevin, I'm not sure how to say his name. He's one of my friends on Facebook that really... Is always around. He's a good guy. He's, he's really into, I know, question four. Kevin Boubé? Boubou? Kevin, call in and tell us how you say your last name. <laughs> Nicole Help Snow, us. Mass Patients Advocacy Alliance. David uh, De Jesus or De Seuss? Another one. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not even looking at this it, Mike, the, and you're looking the, at me like you I guys, should know how to You say know I have it. a problem with names, and this is this is what I'm willing to do for my patrons. Yes. I'm willing to screw up your name live in the air. And this is your opportunity to come call in and make fun of me. This is the only time I can get made fun of when I screw up the names, so do it. 
Oh, I'm sure we can find other times to make fun of you. <laughs> Will, this and this is time. a guy we've had on the show a bunch of times. He's running the campaign, actually. Uh, question four he gave to Will Luzier. I think I got his name right. And then Mike Genesis. Genis. Rachel Ramon. Thank you for Mask and Normal. We love her. She's awesome. Uh, Zach Membrino. All right, we'll leave it there. We'll, there's a lot more. We're gonna go through. We're gonna thank every single one of them. Yeah. We're gonna say every single one of the names. Thank you of them. all so much. It's it's incredible how many people. Cause you only started it this week, right? Yeah. It's been like yeah, four or five days. Yeah. And see that kind of response from people that want to keep listening and want us to keep working and growing. It's huge. Yeah. And we have some guests in the studio, so we're gonna get to that right now too. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm like. No. I'm, I'm excited about the patrons, to... but I'm excited about the guests too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty. Shifting gears to, from talking about our local thing to national and national, but it's a local person too. Yeah, you know? She's got and why not? I mean, it's roots. a presidential election. I mean, why not uh, go there too, right? Yeah, definitely. Especially with what they have going on tomorrow. Maybe we should. Yeah, because it's local. Yeah, local event tomorrow, and there's local people behind this national campaign, um, and it's who I'm voting for. You're voting first time. I voted for Gary Johnson four years ago, you know, basically because he came on the show the most times. <laughs> <laughs> That's he came, he came on once, season. actually, but his running mate came on like four or five times. Uh, and Jill came on once. That was the old show, the Two Hothead show. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, and I was pretty, pretty uh, libertarian at that point. I was going more conservative. And, you know, doing the shows changed me, actually, over the years. I, I, I started out very liberal and then went more libertarian with the Ron Paul thing. And, uh, I got major problems with the libertarians and a lot of, you know, yeah. even Gary, you can see some of those interviews when I asked him about the right to work and uh, I, I called it the right to break a union contract and, Ooh. you know, some of these things that, you know, I, I have problems with the corporations and uh, I like Jill Stein. I think that uh, she's the one, she's the one I'm voting for. So uh, I'm excited that we have some guests from the Jill Stein campaign here. We have a, a volunteer, uh, someone we know, she's a dog walker as well, an organizer. Uh, Megan Elizabeth, who is not officially with the campaign, she's not uh, like have official title, but she's helping out with this event, and she's the one who hit me up about it. Uh, what's going on uh, tomorrow on in Boston, right? Yeah, in Copley, actually, we're having a rally for Jill. We're having a big rally, and Jill is coming, and we're very, very excited that she's in Boston. She voted early today, actually. She did. She did. Do you know if she voted yes on question four today? <laughs> she. I can guarantee she did. Awesome. She's been a very strong proponent yeah. of legalization. Yay. Absolutely. And she knows where Aleppo is, too. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, we also have Matt Andrews here, who's a, a local organizer officially with the Jill Stein 2016 campaign, right? Yes, sir. Excellent. And you, is that right? She definitely voted for question four. Yes, you think? Yes. So, yeah, that's been part of her, her program. If you go and look at uh, her website, you know, she's about ending the war on drugs. Um, she's been a, a really solid advocate. I mean, she's a she's a, a doctor uh, who really has a background in public health and, and really, I think, understands these kinds of issues, uh, you know, much better than I do. You know, she's uh, been uh, talking about, uh, you know, how, how really the, the, this war on drugs is, is, is far worse than the impact right. that That's taking what I love drugs itself has. The know? number one uh, point on this whole thing, because the prohibition is so much worse, harmful, than the actual marijuana. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, mm -hmm. and she's been right on that. She came to the Freedom Rally and spoke on that. Uh, she mm -hmm. came on our show and spoke on it. Um, I, I like her messaging. I think it's very powerful. Um, and, and that's another reason. She's like one of the first to really put it out there. Like, you know, this, this 
the war is worse than it's it's so simple too when you mm -hmm. look at it right mm -hmm. it's really it's it seems like uh we really went through this at, at really beginning with uh the uh bill clinton and the uh uh the uh anti-crime bill is uh, effective death penalty super predator yeah <laughs> hillary clinton was talking about super predators they were uh they were seeing how many uh um people were uh winning on appeals uh, with these death row cases so they, they actually took away people's rights and were filling up the prisons and it, it's been a huge growth industry for for many years in our country you know these prisons there are these privatized prisons that are making money off of, of building and, and warehouse these prisons and warehousing people and, and the the war on drugs has really been a uh, um, often a cover for, for attacking communities of color and uh, uh, it's only, only in this, you know, it's, it's really exciting now to see, see, I think we're at a, you know, especially after Colorado, uh, we've reached a real, a real turning point where pe people are realizing that this prison system is out of control. It doesn't solve the problems yep. that, that, uh, drug addiction should be treated as a, a public health issue, not a, not a crim criminality issue. Definitely. Um, so, uh, we know that she Fari voted yes today on question four. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What Do about it, question two? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What about some of the other is questions? She disclosing? You know? Yeah. Do you know about she the hasn't disclosed question two, but I would. I, Matt, you <laughs> want to take it away on this um, one? Yeah. So, so I think uh, you know Jill has been all traveling around, um, working on trying to figure out what are the local issues and you know like everywhere, like yeah, all right. fifty states. Like she's she's just been amazing in that, you know this people want to hear from her. And, um, you know, there, we've been, for, just for example, up in Maine, there's uh, question five, which is to, to put ranked choice voting in effect. Awesome. I, I support that. Yeah. Uh, that would be a real game changer. And Ma Maine already has a very good uh, public financing system. Right. So you can get, you can get uh, if you have public financing and you have ranked choice voting and you have ballot access, I mean, to me, that's like, that's like the, the three legs of the stool that we need for, for alternative parties to, to gain a, a real foothold. Um, so that's really exciting to watch. Way to go, Maniacs. It is, and yeah. it's, it, it, we need it. And uh, it's like things have changed where there's opportunity here for these things to happen, like to even have a greater effect of where the outside environment mm -hmm. changed. Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, we should say, too, because we were kind of hoping we were talking about that Jill Stein might call in. We don't think she's calling in today at all, right? We, it didn't well, work out. Well, she's being a savage on Twitter at home, I'm sure. <laughs> she was very busy today, early voting. She has a Reddit uh, live Right now, right. Oh, right now. So people right. Can, so she Amma. is just, I mean, her time is like Ask scheduled in 15 minute increments for the right. last week. She is, we are expecting to break 5% and end the two party system. Awesome. And that is what the rally tomorrow is all about. Yeah, that what, everyone can tell come us out a time and, and place again. meet her at Old South Church in Copley at right. 2 p.m. She will be there until 4.30 when she has to hop on her plane. And she wants to meet everyone who has worked for her, who has supported her, who wants to break the oligarchy and who maybe was at the DNC in Philly like I was and like Brianna was, that we, we saw firsthand how what a slap in the face that was to democracy. And the, the amount of people that were there and yes. were so upset about it. I think yes. that's what can really drive this with getting third-party candidates. Right? Absolutely. What's the importance? This would open tell, the door tell for me the importance forever. of 5%. You said 5%. So 5% gives us federally matched funding. Awesome. So that we can be properly included in the major party debates and in the, in the election itself. That we would actually get a fair footing to be able to 
promote. You get treated like Democrats and Republicans. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> As it should be. I mean, it's yes. ridiculous that a country with such a diverse population has two parties to represent it. I mean, that's just absurd. And, and especially this different. year, right? It's like choosing especially between eating paint chips and eating glass. That, yeah. People don't realize that after this year. That's a good point. Right. After yeah. this year. There's actually that that five percent. If you uh, when you when you do your taxes, you may see there are like a few uh, elective checkoffs where like contribute a dollar to this or that. And there's one that's the the presidential election campaigns for public financing. I never really thought much of it. And it's kind of odd because it's like like the Democrats and Republicans raise so much money, you know, since uh, we've really been um, the courts have really restricted efforts to uh, restrict campaign fundraising and spending that they don't even use it anymore. Yeah, they go right around it. And and really, who else is going to use it? I mean, I think the libertarians are the only maybe ideologically opposed to taking federal federal dollars for campaigns. I, I I don't know. It seems like this money has just kind of been sitting there. But but it's it's in the order. I mean, we're talking the order of millions of dollars to to publicly so that candidates can run for office and not be beholden to their donors. Special interest. Million. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that if you don't have the funding, if you don't have the resources to get volunteers on the ground, to get organizers like Matt, Mm -hmm. to get people phone banking, to get, you know, you really need to have an early showing. We both wish that we had had the resources earlier before the DNC, before Texas, where the Green Party chose officially chose Jill as their nominee to be able to hit the campaign trail hard early and to be able to, you know, galvanize the voter base before the DNC so that we could just add additionally all of the people who voted for Bernie and who were absolutely crushed that the election was rigged and that they could then vote for a candidate, Jill Stein, whose platform directly mirrors Bernie's and who has been a tremendous advocate for decades um, and who is in Standing Rock. Who who stood on the front lines yep. there, and people are are you know being like, beaten today like a badass in Standing there. Rock, right? And no chill, Jill. Yep. She showed up, <laughs> and she was this is unacceptable. Hillary's not there. And then, no, important. she's not. She's been the only you know uh, Jill's done this anything. a lot too. She did it uh, when she got arrested for the the uh, mortgages. <laughs> I I just love it. Like uh, it's just like arrest me, come you know come what? arrest yeah. me, like. <laughs> She is well, truly an activist before yeah. before she's a politician. And I think that's something that really re- resonates with Bernie supporters is that we had a movement here that was so strong because Bernie is a genuine person because he's an activist before a politician. Right. And he, I knew him growing up since I was a little kid. He would come to all of our block parties. He would eat a hot dog, <laughs> swallow helium, and talk like a chipmunk with the little kids. Mm-hmm. You know, no uh, photo ops, I want no press YouTube. coverage. That's great, though. But that's the kind of person that he is. He's truly one of the people. And, and Jill is also truly one of the people who's not afraid to put herself on the front lines, who's not afraid to get arrested for her cause. Um, she's not backing down, and that's who we need for president, someone who's peaceful and doesn't believe in war for profit, which both the other candidates are gunning for. That's true. Uh, I have a question. Um, What do you say, though, to, I think, Bernie supporters, this is one of the divides that I've seen when talking to people about, um, you know, Steiner Johnson and, uh, you know, the vaccination issue has been, I think, like a big divide among a lot of people who are progressive left and whatnot. And you know, the DNC likes to take half-truths and run with them and turn them into a big scandal. 
there was a lot of slandering of Jill. Mm-hmm. And really, there's nothing you can slander about Jill. So they were really just grasping at straws. They're like, oh, well, maybe she has a little too much money. God forbid you, <laughs> you practice medicine and you make enough money to buy a house. Yeah, like, she had hey, mutual funds. terrible for her. If doesn't have too right. much money. But, <laughs> yeah. And then, exactly, exactly. And you're talking about Trump and Clinton with, you know, the Clinton Foundation raking in they billions of dollars and yeah exactly in in arms no, deals and you know yeah. uh you're there's you can't even compare the two a doctor I mean, to this like, is absurd yeah. right. right but so that was one of the points that they attacked Jill on the other point that they attacked her on early was this this accusation that she was anti-vax because right. anti-vax was such a big hot button issue in the media and they thought people would immediately seize upon it and it would it would belittle her candidacy it would diminish her uh, you know, reduce her from a very respected physician and activist to a Yahoo. And she is not at all. She has never been anti-vax. She merely stated that as a medical doctor, she feels it is unethical for people who are on the FDA and also supporting, also profiting from corporate medical decisions. Right. This is a huge problem. Conflict across, of interest. Right. Exactly. exactly. Huge conflict of interest. Responsibility. Exactly. With legalization, with cannabis activism, you you know this every day you see this. Which I think most people would agree with that too, that they right. wouldn't want that conflict of interest in their medicine and right. things that are you know going inside of them. And so her comment on that was that there should be an outside committee to investigate the safety of all vaccines that you're going to put into your children at not at all that she was anti-vax, but that she is pro-humanity yeah. and pro-health. So she like, right. So she wants to make sure that no one is taking advantage of people's need to protect themselves, protect their children with vaccines by you know shooting something into a child that then there is then a class action lawsuit five years later because it led to this, that, and the other thing. How many you know recalled pharmaceutical products do you see? So she is a person who is an advocate for corporations not price gouging our medical options with, you know, EpiPen and, and with any any medical application. That That is not something that goes so corporate that there are no checks and balances to protect people's safety. Mm-hmm. And also there's people in Congress that are creationists. So, like, if you want to call her, uh, like, you know, you who for, for, like, being, you know, wanting to have sound oversight of medical... <laughs> practices and medical regulations and and then meanwhile there's people in our government that like believe the earth was created in seven days <laughs> like a couple thousand years ago and jesus rode on dinosaurs you know like you really jill stein looks you know she's definitely not you who you know this is america guys no, she's a doctor married to she's, a doctor too right she, she just knows the history and she's you very health conscious yeah. she's yeah. a vegan yeah she is she's very oh wow there you yes go. She's, we're gonna she's ask anti-factory yeah. farming she's a vegan we knew that she's anti-monsanto she's she is for people's health, yeah. safety, and well-being, and peace. Great, yes, great, perfect. So, so uh, the the event is tomorrow. What are we calling this? Is it a Jill Stein rally? It is a Jill Stein rally, and it actually is one of the very last rallies of the election season. So we are so lucky to have her. Yes, Old South Church, she two would, p.m. Yes, Old South Church. That's right near Milk Street. No, it's Copley. right in Copley. Copley. Yeah, Copley. Oh. right off of the green in Copley. It's so gorgeous. Yeah. Boylston not, not Street, the old and meeting house. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Old yeah. South Church. It's across from right. the public library and it's beautiful. In front of the Hancock Building, it's gorgeous. Well, I might go tomorrow. It's a very so, um, iconic. I'll learn. Yes. I'll learn where it is now. We're excited to have you. That's <laughs> it's great. a place that a lot of uh, political. It's you know. It's a rally spot. It it's a very iconic spot for rallies. Noam Chomsky was there just. Noam Chomsky was there just last week with Sean Wallace. Yeah, and they they pack the house. It's a huge it's a huge venue, and it's beautiful. You should so. have him on the show. 
maybe Noam Chomsky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, he's local. He's I don't pretty- know. He might dissect <laughs> our words. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. We're the young jerks. Uh, we're, we're talking to the uh, folks from the Green Party. Matt Andrews, local organizer with Jill Stein, two thousand sixteen. And uh, Megan Elizabeth, who is helping out with uh, the event tomorrow, the rally for Jill Stein. Um, I want to ask you about uh, local turnout. What do you think? Uh, is it going to be a good turnout for the presidential election, number one, uh, you know, nationally, but also in Massachusetts? And number two, how do you think Jill Stein will do nationally and in Massachusetts? Any predictions? Boston, we go hard. I mean, this is a very intellectual city, and it, we have more students per capita than any city in the world. So absolutely, Boston will go hard for Jill. We know this. People will show out in force. Boston was incredible for Bernie activists. I mean, really, we're a city of people who are just tired of hearing the same talking heads and seeing nothing change. And we're ready for someone more progressive in the White House. And we're ready to open that third party door to be open for all other third parties, really, because if she secures the 5%, 5 to 10% would be amazing, then that's what we're likely to do. And that would open the part the door for all future third parties to be able mm-hmm. to get funding that we would then become a multi-party nation. Finally. And maybe we would have represent representation that was as diverse as our population, which mm-hmm. would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, so we, I was actually, uh, with Jill briefly today when we went to, she went out to early for early voting in Lexington and, uh, I was really amazed how uh, how many people were coming out to vote early. You know, it's uh, it's not like every polling place, so people had to you know travel a little further, and and uh, you know it's not all in one day. So you think maybe it'd be spread out, but there were it was like you Cock. know yeah there were at points there were lines to get in. Undecided voters are a myth, guys. Where was so, that? Where was that? <laughs> this was Kerry Hall in Lexington Center. Oh, Lexington. Huh. Yeah. And so, so I, you know, and I've, 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 when I've interacted with people, you know, I, I tell people that, uh, you know, uh, Hillary is polling about double what Donald Trump is here in Massachusetts. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're in a lucky position where we really can afford to vote our conscience. And that's what right. I wrote in the column, too. Uh, I just, uh, it was published in uh, Freedom, Freedom Leaf magazine. Mm-hmm. I laid it out, you know, the marijuana reform, obviously. Jill Stein's way better than Hillary um, and Trump, obviously, uh, at this point. But, uh, it was that very thing. It's mm-hmm. if you live in Massachusetts and a lot of these states, it's a no lot right. of the states, your vote doesn't matter unless you vote third party. Right. Mm-hmm. You, yes. Trump and Hillary's are already decided in Mass. No Democrat has lost in like uh, since like 1928 yeah. in a presidential yeah. election. We'll take the call. Who's on the phone? It is Rhodes. What's up, man? How you doing? I thought you were coming in. He wasn't able to make it. Issues with the car. Well, thanks, because you know we we set up an extra mic for you this week and everything. I was so excited. Next time Rose. you're not getting it. You're Rose, not getting. A, I don't care about your MC. car issues. I didn't get a. I, you you could have let us know an hour ago. I was wondering why that mic was over there. <laughs> so what do you got? So anyway, I wanted to call in to support for the, send support for Jill for the Green Party. That's why I called in. Oh. Yeah. All right. Woo. I'll take that. <laughs> Is you know, it, is your car I'll all right? See you guys tomorrow at the rally. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. All right, we like that. All right. Is your car all right? It's going to be. It's going to get fixed. It'll be fixed for tomorrow for sure, my brother. All yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't really a car issue. You just making it up because there's no <laughs> mechanics on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. No, you see, you have to know the right people. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Rose has right, friends. Right, right. Rose has friends. <laughs> He's got people. All right, bro. Well, thanks for calling in. 
All right, vote green, baby. Yeah. 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 Woo. That's Rhodes, our sidekick. <laughs> he's Call like it. a phantom lately, isn't he? On air he, talent. He's playing he games with us. He here. Well, he was here, what, for the week? Well, and I like he when he came after like, 30 minutes. He, he can't, came like two weeks in a row, and, and I told him he couldn't be on the first half of the show, and that's when he was here. And you then were he left. restricting we, we his needed. voice. I know. Yeah, right? Is that what it was? We the people? You were stifling him. Oh, God. Hey, you know, sometimes we're very focused, and, and we don't need two people uh, the same sidetracking it. And I'm, <laughs> it can be hard. And who is the other person sidetracking? Me, and I'm the one who can sidetrack. We don't need two people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but we always appreciate, uh, well, I appreciate Rhodes' voice. and his. Oh, I do, too. Yeah. It's, it's time and place. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. He gives okay. me someone to beat up too. So <laughs> you can have I got. I still got the little bully in me. I guess six one seven. Mike's got to be hard on somebody. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, too bad it's Rhodes, huh? I know he's so great. But yeah. the, we're the young jerks. We're here. I can't be mad at him because he went to visit Lauren. Too, yeah, I know. I'm saying I love Rhodes. He, I appreciate him. <laughs> he's great. So we're the young jerks. Uh, we're talking to the Green Party again. Uh, big rally tomorrow, Old South Church, two p.m. Copley Square. Rhodes is going to be there. Sounds good. I'll you, not only can you well. maybe meet and talk to you know Jill Stein, you might get to see Rhodes too. Yeah, <laughs> and me, and me. Who, who else? Oh, Lauren. Me, I'll be there. Yeah, Lauren's in the yeah, house. Yeah, I'm going. Yes. Well, you're, you're, you're almost a real celebrity. I, you know, apparently he, Rhodes really isn't. Yeah, I mean, he will be. He will be. Mark my word. Mark my word. Well, I have if, faith. If, if he doesn't get fired from here, he well, might. He needs be. Some time. If he, if he, if he, what do you call it? If he holds on to the coattails here, he might make it. Well, listen, I'm a fan. So I'm a fan of Rhodes. You are now. Yeah, and I'm a celebrity. Therefore, you are the... now. You weren't always. Yeah. Okay. I well, we started the same day, yeah. and he was a lot louder than me that day. Yeah, so, so I was a little bit. Then. I was a little bit. There's a little bit of competition there, but we have the same birthday, <laughs> and you know we have some. We, we identify. All you know, right. We have the same birthday. Not enough supporting Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. I, well, before, you know, I was this way with Dan I the Man too. I don't want to you, Lauren. I was. I support <laughs> Dan the Man. I support Rhodes. I support anyone who supports me. Why? Who said anything bad about Dan the Man? You used to rag on Dan the Man all the time. No, I did it. Maybe you're the problem. With Dan the man. Now we're starting to find out. Oh, 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 Lauren, you're hurting yourself. You're hanging yourself. I think you're going to get fired next. Oh, boy. I always fire people. Fire live on air, Donald Trump style. <laughs> you're fired. You're fired. I think I fired Dan the man, too. Oh. 617-500-7100. Dan, you can call in. Call in, man. I know. Tell me why you're mad. I think he's just been busy. People are scared of me lately. That everyone who comes on is like, "Oh my God! Thank God you aren't rough on me." Oh, right. <laughs> there are everyone's scared. You get you're getting that right, Bree. Yeah, I've I've heard reports of people telling me that they're nervous to come on or that they have and they're to like friends prepare. of ours that I wouldn't. Yeah, like, no, they're they're people that uh, were friendly. I was even, the, I was even telling Jill jerks. Stein. I was saying, you know, don't, don't worry, it'll be a friendly interview. He's not going to throw any curveballs. Oh at no. You. <laughs> yeah. Nah. No, no, when, you know, we, ch I, we definitely do, uh, hey, I, I go after the globe all the time on the pay-to-play BS, and you know what? We do it a little bit, too. Yeah. <laughs> I've admitted it. I mean, you know, we treat, Lauren, you know, we treat the, uh, I know. We treat them better. I know. Good I know. when they come in. You have to. I know. Well, that's a what I'm saying. We, we wanted to have Je uh, Pat Jalen in, Jalen in, and, you know, she Well, we had her booked, and then she canceled. 
Yeah, we had her book. She canceled. Mm. She blew us off. Mm. And, uh, you know, if she had come in, we would have been a little I would have loved to, to say it had affected her election. Results. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice. But hey, we, but we also had Mike Connolly co- like, like yeah. guest host the show at one point and look at where he's gone now. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I mean, think we can actually say we might have helped him. We might. I, exactly. You I know? think he still would have won. We, he got the young jerk's he won, bump. He won by a good amount of our votes. <laughs> the young jerk's bump. I'd yeah, say. he definitely did. Yeah. Definitely. We helped him. Yep. He helped us too, though. Yep. We're, we're, we're allies and yeah, friends. Yeah, friends. Yeah. All right, so we're the Young Jerks. We're tooting our own horn as usual. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the phone number. Um, I don't know. We're at seven sixteen. Would you want to take a break, or do you want to keep talking? I we had sh- kind of a question. For you these do, guys. Yeah. It's, well, it's before you get to the question, I want to. Uh, I want to make sure that we get all these names in here today. <laughs> I like because if I forget someone after I started, you know what I mean? Yeah. Marsh, Marsh, Marsh at your brain. Yeah, Marsh <laughs> Sutherland is another guy who gave. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Marsh. Oh yeah. Heather Mack, my old co-host. Oh yeah, my girl. I love Heather. She's got her own show on the uh, Somerville Community She's Access or uh, Scat. She uh, does education over there in a show as well. Uh, J uh, Patrick Brown, who runs Muckrock, Muckrock.com. That's an awesome website. Check it out. Thank you, J uh, Patrick Brown. Uh, Glenn Conway. And uh, we did already say Scott Patano, but he's got to get another yeah, round of applause. Scott Patano's he's friend of the amazing show. contribution, too, from him. Aaron James, who's running for Mass State Rep. Woo! Woo! Pirate party! Yeah! Another third party. Pirates in the house. Tiffany yep. Conchina? I think so. Conchina, yeah. I don't know, Mike. I'm not looking at the names. <laughs> you keep looking at you are. You're awesome. <laughs> well, I know this kid. He uh, uh, went to the same high school as me, and we both wrestled. Brandon Hayes. He was a good wrestler. <laughs> a good Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> Beth Waterfall. Oh, yeah. From Woman Grow, Boston Woman Grow. Thank you, Beth. Joshua Braska. That's another one. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Rob nice. Kaufman, another one who used to work here. I like Rob. He's a good dude. Thank you, Rob Kaufman. He's a he's a good host too. Nice. Really funny guy. He I actually learned some things from young Rob Kaufman and uh it's sometimes how to uh reel in those opposition guests. You don't always have to be so truthful. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to ambush people, right, Rob? It's okay. Rob and I have done some ambushes. He doesn't really. He he takes these well, you people did, out. You did chase those people off the show that time that were that was picking, a little bit of picking an on a deem. That, that was, was a little, you think that was a little set up? I mean, it was pretty funny. It was kind of like Andy Kaufman stuff. It, yeah, that was pretty great. Uh, you know, John Cena's my buddy. Cheryl <laughs> Madonley, uh, thank you, Cheryl. You know, all. I mean, I can't believe they gave. You know, with all the crap they're going through, uh, that's Dr. Madonley's wife. Uh, Leanna Brunel was another one. Leanne Brunel. Michelle Kelly from Ascan. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, the the head guy, what did we call him? The captain of the pri- pirate. Uh, James O'Keefe? Yeah, James captain, O'Keefe. Captain yeah. of the pirate party. Speaking of pirates, shout out to Jamie. Pirates. Shout out to Jamie. Michael cool. Maloney, another one. Uh, Madison Leonard, a friend of yours. Oh, thanks, Madison. Yeah, thank you, Madison. And Andrew Quamir. Andrew Q. Oh, yeah, say. thank uh, you. Uh, from Bay State Examiner, thank you, Andrew. Uh, Josh Mincer. Look, we're just going through them all. See how we said Shalene title. We got them all. Yeah, we made it. Thank you to thank all you, everybody. of our patrons. <laughs> <laughs> If uh, you haven't given yet, you can do so. It's uh, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the young jerks. With a U. Yeah, with a U. Jerks mm-hmm. with a U. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're speaking to the uh, folks from the Green Party today. Um, 
Yeah, Matt Andrews, um, you're the the community organizer here, right, in Boston. Yeah, one of several. Yeah, I I was just wondering, so tomorrow uh, is, I don't know if you guys know, it's the International Vigil for Standing Rock, um, which I know is Mm -hmm. important to Jill. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was wondering if maybe you could, like, put a bug in her ear about it, uh, because I was looking, there's a list of cities across um, the world that are participating in this. uh, Mm -hmm to stand uh, and have a vigil uh, towards Silent Rock, or towards Standing Rock, there we go. And mm-hmm. uh, Boston is not on the list. Really? There is <laughs> not a vigil planned for Boston. It and so be. I just I'm looked shocked. at this today. I'm shocked too, really. I wanted to get one on the list and get it planned. Right. And I it's was tomorrow. kind of hoping to go to her rally and maybe piggyback some people who'd be willing to stay after I'd she be willing leaves. to stay after, definitely, oh, I'll for that. After, I'm sure you can find sure. plenty. So, yeah. Yeah. so I was, I was wondering time. if maybe that was something you guys could mention yeah. to her, or talk to her about that, that, encouraging people. Absolutely, we'll stay after. Stay to stand for Standing Rock. Yeah, we're going to be in Copley Square, too, so we will definitely want to be interacting with people. That's that's part of why we want to be in the heart of the city there. You know, it's a, this iconic location in Boston. Um, that's where we want to be interacting with folks. And, uh, um, you know, Jill's been, you know, we've been updating Jill about the struggles even right here in Boston with uh, the West Roxbury Lateral Pipeline, which has really been, like, the premier, you know, for any kind of activism, not just environmental activism, you know, the issue that people have been fighting around is this fracked gas pipeline that they want to put right through, you know, a, na- you know, a densely populated neighborhood. Um, and, and the re- struggle against it has just been so inspiring. And, and you realize that there are struggles like this at the local level all over the country. All over the country. So Standing Rock is like the big pipeline. It's like the main artery. You know, right. but there are all these little capillaries taking taking cracked gas to different places, and we need to build a national movement. We need to like realize that that we're not some small little community group. That that you actually have allies all over the country, and I think I think Standing Rock is starting to do that. People are because it's like this this focal point where where you know Native uh, Americans are, are are facing down U.S. you know even National Guard Ugh. troops. Uh, on land, land that's been stolen from them right. to protect water in the Mississippi River that that, that has you know t- something I think I think I heard 26 million people down living downstream from this from this river, so you know feeds into the Mississippi. It's uh, a, an enormously important you know issue, and uh, Jill Jill has been been visiting these these kind of, these these groups all over the country, and we and I think building that alternative party is a part of that solution it's one way to to tie us together and, and to create that like uh like that infrastructure for 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 uh continuing to to build strong ties with with one another i think it's growing and i think it's going to continue to grow one uh subject when i was a child was a big issue uh it seems to have gone away but i think it's boiling up and, and related to the environment and energy is nuclear mm. um when i was a kid People were protesting Seabrook. They were protesting Plymouth. It didn't work out, you know, to end up stopping. I think maybe that's kind of why it fizzled out. And nothing seemed to happen bad from nuclear. But, you know, Fukushima and uh, <laughs> that was just bad. the facts. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, <laughs> that went south then, real I mean, bad. You know, it's in the bad column. <laughs> yeah. Besides, until that point, That though, escalated quickly. You know, yeah. most people, <laughs> right? if you look at common literature, you know, Newsweek, mm. wherever, Nuclear was the safest option. It was the <laughs> cleanest. It was the, you're right, until <laughs> Fukushima. Mm-hmm. Um, and even now people forget, you know, it's happened in Japan. It's not in the U.S. Uh, we're different, blah, blah, blah. But even uh, nuclear 
my even beyond that let's say there's no accidents where do we store this stuff and what happens when yes. in 99 years mm -hmm. when these corporations have unlimited liability to clean it up and they go out of business and the state has to take over like and we're talking about putting it in yucca mountain but the cities and towns won't even let you transport it there like they're so frightened yeah, of this, this there, stuff right? that mm -hmm. it's basically just going to sit in seabrook it's going to sit in plymouth it's going to sit in all these spots all over america mm -hmm. And I'm really, this is my issue going forward in the future is this whole nuclear radiation. I think we're going to yes. kill ourselves mm -hmm. if we're not careful. Where is Jill Stein on that? Does she talk about that? Is that something that's part of the platform as well? I know everyone's talking about gas and oil and all these things, but mm -hmm. I'm still caught up on nuclear. I'm wondering where. Yeah, think, I Matt. think that's, a, that's an issue that's uh, been uh, kind of on the back burner, because, largely because it's just been so unprofitable. I mean, frankly, if... Uh, yeah, they are shutting know, down. They're, they're Sorry, actually, you know, good. these... Nuclear power plants need public dollars. They need to get public policy people to support them. It's it, they depend so much on that public funding because it's not profitable. Because they can't get the insurance. Who wants to insure a nuclear power plant? You know, um, it's uh, but it's something that's uh, um, it's a way of distributing energy that that's easy for corporations to control. And I think that's why the issue never seems to die. Is there's this idea that where they're going to somehow push it through um, the political process. and But unlike solar, which is a very distributive process, it's very actually very decentralized. We could have nuclear, I mean, not nuclear, but rather uh, solar and wind power at a very community level, community scale, um, which is actually much more secure because it means that you don't have this giant target for terrorists. Right. Uh, if you have a natural disaster, you're not wiping out power for an entire city all at once. Section, yep. Right. So it's a... Uh, water leaking. It's true. Yeah, I think the nuclear thing, too, is uh, they're not opening new plants. That hasn't been happening in America. No, lately. and a lot of plants but have decommissioned in is, Vermont. Is what happens when you decommission them and like who's going to take mm -hmm. care of these things for the next hundred years, right. thousand years, ten thousand years? We decommissioned Vermont Yankee in Vermont. Uh, I'm from Bernie country. Holler. 802. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> and uh, we, I managed a legislative campaign and that was our sole purpose was to shut down Vermont Yankee. Um, by the numbers, the the number of friends, parents who ended up with cancer in proximity of the power plant was really alarming. Yeah, I know. That's another thing that's coming out, too. I know. Like, well, our worst fears might have been right. Mm. And this yeah. could be all anecdotal. I'll say that. It could be anecdotal evidence. It could be. But it could be. It may not be. And Think about that. It may people. not be. I mean, it's, and, and it. How, how much do you bet that it's not? It's I mean, not. It wouldn't be surprising if it wasn't anecdotal. Yeah. It's like right. we're, you know, you're screwing with that stuff. Yep. It's just. It, well, it's just it a. It's, like, it's a problem with just not on a national level. We don't have enough environmental and human safeguards right. when it comes to our infrastructure breaking down. I mean. Anyone who worked for Bernie's camp talked to people in every single state on the Bernie dialer. And when you got to Michigan, you were crying because right, you talked right. to a lot of people Flint. who had children yeah. and grandchildren who will never be the same. Right. And their water still hasn't been right. cleaned. Yeah. It has, there's been nothing done about the pipes, yeah. um, the poisoning of people. So, you know, that the fact that we contend with issues like that in, in 2016 in a first world country right. in America where we allegedly care so much about our our citizens and we're so you know much further than the rest of the world is just ridiculous i mean to not take care of the population before we pour money into our bloated military and go oh, blow God. up another country is just 
such a misplaced set of priorities that it's just ridiculous. And Jill Stein is the only candidate that really clearly articulates that and says, look, the two-party system is broken. Both of these people are warmongers. Both of these people will frack the whole world for profit. And surveillance people and everything we don't like about, you know, every, I mean, everything I don't like about, you know, either party for the past 10 years, since 2003, since we invaded Iraq or Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been protesting this since then. And Hillary Clinton's no different than, than and her Obama, dream is than, TPP. Than Bush. Yeah. Exactly, TPP. Hillary Clinton's dream they're, is TPP. You know, you know uh, Trump said you're the puppet, right? No, yeah. they're both the puppet. Right? They they're right. both they're the, the puppet. Both Did puppet, you see yeah. in the WikiLeaks where where Hillary actually sent an email to the Rothschild saying we'll take out Syria for Israel? Right. I mean, right. this I mean, is horrifying yeah, pay yeah, to play. Yeah. This yeah. is just, I mean, owned. You are right. reporting to your masters what you are doing exactly. with our tax dollars. Right. Which countries you are blowing up into the the only Stone difference age. between them is that Hillary is good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, she's a highly competent. Hillary knows yes. she's a puppet. Right, right. She's well aware who her, who her puppet masters she's are. She's got it down. <laughs> yep, yeah. yep. She's an evil genius. Yes, and he's yes. an evil idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Great. We can get to the bottom of this election. That's why we should vote for Jill. Yep. I'm going to do uh, this. Uh, we may be biased in here, but yeah. I'm vote, how many people vote for Jill? I am. Are I you, Bree? Where yeah. are you going for? I'm still undecided. Oh, undecided. Who you? Leading towards where you're at, like what? I I have been going back and forth between both third party candidates. Since Gary Johnson. What about Vermin Supreme? Uh, Are you writing in Vermin Supreme? That's a legitimate. That's a legitimate Vermin. answer. Yeah. Right. I love Vermin. Okay. I'm voting Jill Stein just like I did yep. four years ago. Yep. And yeah. You got, yeah, you guys are obviously right. Jill Stein. You wouldn't. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right. So it looks like Jill Stein's leading. Yeah. She might get all of our votes. Yeah, I still, I just, I don't feel if like I have just go all there. of the information. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm still looking for like more information. It's okay. Well, yeah. go to go to Jill2016.com and yeah. you can. Yeah, yeah. Looked there it. You go. I've looked at yeah. Well, we're gonna introduce you to her at the rally tomorrow, and yeah, then we will make sure that we get standing and, and rock. And check out her marijuana well. policy. It's right there on her yeah. website. Yeah, which yeah. I no, like. I am Again, a fan of that. Jill2016.com. You know, if you know, and I know that like like reading the website is one thing. But but come and hear her talk, yeah. yes. right. and you will get to know her Tomorrow. in a way that you won't Shake get on hand. the website. And you know something? I ran into um, an 80-year-old man on the tee with my Stein <laughs> Baraka uh, sign under my arm, and he said, Hell yeah! I like your sign! I'm glad young people are getting involved! And I said, Are you coming to the rally tomorrow? And he said, there's a rally tomorrow? Is Jill going to be there? Like, yeah, Jill's going to be there. I can't believe Jill's going to be there a week out from the election that she makes history in. And he was so excited because awesome. he said he worked on her gubernatorial campaign. And when after the smoke had cleared and she was facing this crushing, you know, painful loss... She sat down and she played congas with him at the after party. Awesome. Jill Stein is a woman of the people. And yeah, that is a... what you do. Yep, that's <laughs> yeah. what you do. That is a third party party. Yep. Ain't no party like a third party Ain't party. Ain't no party like a third, third party. party party. Don't stop. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. So uh, Jill Stein uh, 2016 uh, campaign. It's jill2016.com. No, j- just Jill 2016, actually. The Jill website. 2016. That's a good URL. I got to yeah. say, Jill just two... Jill 2016. And people can still volunteer and... Helping. Oh yeah, we're gonna we got to be getting out the vote because we gotta we gotta get that six percent here in Massachusetts. We gotta, you know, it's like we said earlier, it's not a it's not a swing state, it's not a battleground state. It's a it should be a vote your conscience state. We should be representing the people who who haven't mustered up the courage in other states to to vote their values. 
And so we should be able to get the vote on election day. And Boston, this is your chance to take the power back after the primaries. Right. I mean, how furious was everyone to have their votes discounted, to have Bill Clinton in our polling centers? I mean, such egregious violations of election law. The officials in Massachusetts did nothing about it. Oh, no, Mayor Walsh marched him in there. So that was the problem is that uh, we didn't have, yeah, we didn't have any... Uh, any backing from local authorities to shut down that that abuse of power that there shouldn't have been he shouldn't have been anywhere near our polling centers and not inside um, yeah and not inside, inside right. holding up a ballot telling people to vote for Clinton yeah. I mean that's just and stumping for your wife too. You're a president yeah, stumping it's cheesy. for a wife you're a former yeah. president yeah. You think, you to know? lower I mean, yourself I mean, to that these people are so cheesy <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and they're the cheesy people people you want to take out your tin cup and collect some change Trump is ridiculous for saying that she's violated laws and stuff but I mean he's ridiculous for many reasons that in particular is not one of the reasons he's ridiculous That's right she's she ridiculous for violating law. laws yeah in my polling center in jamaica plain had hillary clinton signs all over it i'm with her the door of the of the polling center had Jeez. them and i walked in and said to the precinct warden you have hillary signs all over your polling center this is totally against the law right they need it's to illegal. be 150 yards away so what is this and he said well you could call the mayor and and ask him to remove them. Like the mayor is with Bill Clinton right now in our polling centers, <laughs> right. so he's a little busy right now. Yeah, little... But we really need to get these down because this is just ridiculous. The 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 just repeated disrespect for democracy throughout this entire election cycle is mm-hmm. appalling. Mm. It is at a level where people feel like if you read any of the WikiLeaks, you know that the DNC promoted Trump as a candidate. Oh, it's right. It is. It is. It is the absolutely nauseating. And when you consider the implications of that, that HRC's camp elevated Trump in a way that alienated minorities across the country to feel like they were living in an enemy state because someone like Trump is is so high in the media coverage. That's just the only one that she could beat, I think. Right. Uh, It's too bad the Democrats elected a terrible candidate. They should have gone with Bernie. They shouldn't have allowed him to fix it. We got to go, though. Uh, mm-hmm. We're the Young Jerks. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, I want to thank uh, our callers. Uh, who called in? Oh, Mark Greenleaf for calling in, one of our patrons. Mm-hmm. Our Patreons, our Patrons. And Rhodes. And Rhodes, right? Rhodes called. Rhodes. And our guest, uh, Sarah Michelle. She was awesome. Veganism. She shamed me very well. <laughs> I like cheeseburgers, man. Well, she has. A I'm gonna try one of those cheeseburgers when they come out. She should have brought food for us. You can find, you know, ones. those alternative the, there's options. There's new vegan ones that bleed. There. I heard. Yep. I saw them on TV. <laughs> I want to try one of those. But um, I also want to thank uh, the two folks from the uh, well, Megan, Elizabeth, Corey. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> And uh, Matt Andrews, local organizer for uh, Jill Stein 2016, for coming in. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to see you guys at the rally tomorrow. Old South yes. Church, 2 yeah. p.m., Copley Square. It's going to be amazing. Good. That's yeah. where it's going down. Be there. People can come. I mean, seriously, you get to meet Jill Stein. Yeah. You get to meet me right too. before she makes history, smashing the two-party system forever. And you get to meet a lot of like-minded people. Yeah. Uh, get involved. This is a good campaign to support. And vote. Make sure you vote. You can vote early, too. Vote. I'm going to go vote Monday, actually. I'm really excited about tomorrow now, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. And um, all right. So I'm going to read this uh, pitch, too, because we got our new sponsor, CBD Mm -hmm. Please. Uh, CBDPlease.com, your best source for medical quality CBD products, is proud to sponsor the Young Jerks radio show, CBD or Cannabis Dial. (laughs) (laughs) It's so effective that the U.S. government is patented as a medicine. 
The government's own patent in independent published peer-reviewed medical research is showing CBD as a strong anti-inflammatory, quells anxiety, seizures, and spasms, uh, and returns the immune system to homeostasis. There are no known bad side effects, and you cannot overdose on CBD. CBD is made from hemp, not marijuana, and so it has no psychotropic effect, and it is regulated as a nutritional supplement, not a drug. CBD Please products are tested for both potency and purity by MCR Labs, uh, locally in Framingham, Mass. Oh, Framingham. Uh, for details, call CBD Please at 617-834-8746. So if you want the stuff... 617-834-8746, or visit their website, cbdplease.com. If you are taking anti-seizure or chem, uh, chemotherapy drugs, please mention it when you call, as CBD may magnify the effect of some of them. I should also mention that I am now on the CBD. Oh, so. I might want that for my seizures. Yeah, I'm taking the Folium 70% hemp oil, and uh, so far, so good. I like it. I think it's already... Look at me. I said, look at me. Do I sound good this week? I'm full of energy. Yeah. And, I'm going to have oh. to give them a call because I'm on anti-seizure medication and I would really like it to work. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> taking the smoke to the face. Yeah. <laughs> so this stuff doesn't get you high. It's the yeah. medicine. It's, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. you don't need a medical recommendation. So cbdplease.com. Check them out. Great. I, I recommend it. I think I'd like to say, though, too, the whole plant is medicine. Because like, yes. we right. always say CBD is the yep. medical nope. part, the THC is the high part. No, yep. the THC is the medicine, just one tool. Too. Yeah. yeah. Splitting hairs. But the CBD is just a very like specific when you can get it concentrated like this. And it's it easier to get wonders. with the regulations right now, unfortunately. Yes. It's, it's legal. You so. can legally possess this. And we want it will all, it, but will this Will you is test positive? For... Probably. <laughs> okay. So You should ask Bill Downey. Okay. Call CBD, please. I will call them and find out that. So we're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. If you got any questions on this stuff, you can call us, too, because uh, if we don't know, we we got experts, you know, about anything, legal, law, you know how it is, especially our patrons. We are offering you advice now and service. <laughs> Free if you have advice. questions, call up, ask us. Yep. All right, we'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to have Chris Crane in here from uh, Forefront. Forefront, what is it called? Forefront something? Forefront Ventures. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm losing it. For well, it doesn't matter. It's for, for Forefront. I think you're right. Forefront Ventures, or yeah. yeah, the big the big guys. They're they're doing the uh, what are they consultants for medical marijuana? I guess yeah. That's yeah, Forefront Ventures. I yeah. got it. You're right. Okay, I shouldn't have doubted myself. I know. I shouldn't have doubted you, you either. <laughs> uh, Chris Crane. He also uh, was one of the main people at uh, Students for Sensible Drug Policy for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be very interesting to talk to him next week. Yes, I'm I, excited I wonder if that. he knows what he's getting into. He. I wonder if he's afraid. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be a fun show. Hopefully he's not listening. Cancel now. Oh, I'm not no. going to be tough on him. No, come on. He's no. going to come. No, he'll be fine. We'll, will you, uh, did we give you a hard time over no, here? I, no, uh, I was expecting like a massage. Uh, and. <laughs> oh, we don't do that. We don't do that. No. We you, were, you were really nice. Questions. This was great, yeah, actually. This was, this was really fun. After, after the stuff that Trump did this year, we don't touch people. We just, <laughs> we just not. This, this is the type of environment it is now. We smile and you did hug me earlier though. So I did. You I at least wanted you that. That, that was my one piece of swag from I this experience. Was I got to hug Mike Can. Oh. That was that's kind of a big deal. That I'm a fan. That's kind of a big deal. Well, thank so, you. Thank you very much. Thank you. So well, uh, yeah, we're the young jerks. We'll be back. I know I'm blushing here. Oh. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back next week, right? Yes, we will yeah. see you guys next week. And uh, again, thank you so much, everyone, for supporting our, our drive. And yeah, we'll be back next week because of you. Awesome.
Young Kid Drugs. Care Docs, compassionate, compliant, confidential. WEMF Radio.